You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to PMS, Pet Marketing Strategies for the Petpreneur on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Karen Barnett, and thank you very much for joining me. Today, we're going to be talking about blogging, how you can claim your own corner of the pet marketing world. Let's talk about how you establish a blog and why it's important to do so, particularly in the $50 billion pet industry market. How do you reach your customers? Well, you do so by getting a blog. And how do you do that? It's not as difficult as you may think. First, you can go online and go to Blogger or TypePad or WordPress and sign up for a blog. The best thing about it is it's free. And that's what all of us like to have in our pockets, a little bit of extra spare change. So why do you want to have a blog? Because it lets you publish your ideas your experiences and your opinions on the internet and share them with your customers or potential customers for the rest of the world. And if you're lucky, you get to make some change in the process and you get to join a million of communities of people and learn also how they think about your products and your business in return. So stay right here. Don't go anywhere. And we'll be back and we'll talk more about blogging. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to PMS, Pet Marketing Strategies for the Petpreneur on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Karen Barnett, and thank you very much for joining me today. We're going to be talking right here about blogging and why it's important to have your own blog if you're a petpreneur in the pet industry. First, let's go over some blogging basics. Number one, why you want to blog. In short, Blogs are short for weblogs, and a website that contains content needs to have its own corner for a blog so it can share its posts or points of view. And basically what that's saying is it gets you to have your own little ad world to talk about your products, your industry, or what's happening in your own world. What does that get you? It gets you a way to talk to your potential customer. Why do you want to do that? 
because you get to share your voice and your opinion. And you can make money doing it because when you're online, you're online with your potential customer. So let's take a look at 17 easy steps to brilliant blog posts. First of all, even if you're a newbie and don't think you can write, you don't have to worry because anybody who wants to be online and have a blog can have an easy way, which I'm going to share with you, on how to get your opinion across. And there is four ways to do that. First, think of what you want to say. Think of a headline. You'll come back to it at the end, but and it very well may change, but the first thing you have to do is get a hook. So let's take a look at something that you may be doing. Let's say, and let's take a look, for example, at Pause for Claws. This month, we're on December 2nd, sponsoring National Mutt Day. Big event. We're trying to save 10,000 mutts in a year uh, from shelters and euthanasia. So if you go to pauseforclaws.com on our blog, it's National Mutt Day, a celebration of mixed breed dogs. So there's a headline for you. Now, I'm talking to everyone out there about what they can do to help save in their community a pet and go and adopt a pet. So what are the headlines that can come out about that? How do you adopt a pet? What's a good way to look for a mixed breed dog and bring it into your home for adoption? What are good ways to indoctrinate your dog into a family? And so on. So there's a headline. The next thing you want to do is make sure you have only one idea for your post. You don't want to talk about adopting a mutt on pet adoption day and, oh, by the way, we're going to have a family picnic at the same time and a birthday party for the newly adopted pooch. Not a good idea. You want to stick to one idea and make that idea the best idea that you have to get across to your audience. Third thing, who is your audience? Who are you writing to? Are you writing to grandma and talking to her about baking biscuits for your pooch? Or are you talking to your audience at large, the pet industry and your consumers at large? You want to make sure that you come up in your mind with who your ideal reader is of your blog. And if that's your potential customer, you've got to think about who is that customer that's coming into your store, into your grooming shop, into your pet food store buying pet food? Are they buying new products? Are they buying toys for their pet? Are they buying fish? Are they buying birds? You have to think, who am I targeting? So you've got to come up and write to the ideal person. Sometimes it's best for me, I think of on some days, I think I'm writing to the dog lover. On other days, I think I'm writing to the cat lover because I have to be an equal opportunity pet lover. And I, in my mind, think of that person and write specifically to as if a letter and what I'm trying to say. So those are four factors to remember before you sit down and try to write what you want to hope for is your best and most convincing blog. Another eight ideas, getting to our 17 top brilliant ideas, that will spark some more compelling pet product content for your blog is make it eye-friendly. There's plenty of paw and doggy and cat and all sorts of icons right on your computer that you don't even have to purchase. You can just take from clip art and stick it right there on your blog so you can make it eye-friendly. Use them wisely. Don't 
throw a lot of them in your content for no reason, but make it eye appealing because you want to have some reader breakup. You don't want eye fatigue when someone's reading your articles, but you also want to give them some space to enjoy a little bit of some eye candy in there to keep it a little bit interesting. The other thing is it works really well are lists. And I'm sure you like to look at lists. What are the 10 top pet names of all time. And we have that actually on our blog this month. What are the 10 top girl names for dogs? And what are the 10 top boy names for dogs? Everybody likes to know lists. What are the 10 top money-making ideas for 2011? What are the 10 top gift ideas for boys and girls for this Christmas? List ideas sell. So if you are thinking of selling products in your store, Tell them what the 10 top products are for your store. If you're in the grooming business, tell them what the 10 top tips for grooming pets are. What were the new looks coming in? Depending on what, if you're selling a service, if you're doing training, what are the 10 top tips for training? What have you learned if you've gone to a new conference? What are the new ideas that have come out in conferences on dog training? Everything is new. And interestingly enough, what I've found is what's old is new again. So it's just in packaging and reformulating and letting people have a different spin on it and your spin on it so that they realize they want to come back and read what you have to say about everything that is from your opinion and your perspective. Another idea is tell them what you're reading and watching. People are interested in what their local vendor and what their local store, what you're reading and what you're doing and how you're learning and what's interesting to you. So if you're reading a particularly good article on something that you found may help them, share it in your blog. Give people something to come back to your page, to your homepage, and look to you as an expert for. If there's a news flash, is there something new in the world that's going to impact your business, that's going to impact them? Is there a product recall? Is there a pet product, food recall? Are you selling food for dogs? Is there a food recall? That's something that instantly should be up on your blog. Become a source for news for your audience. Become a source of information. And even if it's not in your specific area, if you're not in grooming, for example, but there are grooming shears that have been recalled, be a friendly advisor. Help out your other neighbors in terms of if you're in the pet industry, in the pet industry. If you're selling pet products, but you're not specifically in food and something happens in the food industry, let people know what's going on in the food industry. Become a resource, become a one-stop shop for your consumers and your customers. They don't have to go somewhere else to find that information out. Let them know they can come to you regardless of what it is that you specifically sell. You can let them know anything they need to know about pets. Another idea is have interviews. Even someone in your community 
that you admire or that's doing something important, a coalition or something if they're trying to save a rescue that maybe needs funding because it has too many animals that are being forced to be sheltered because of the economy. You know, the holidays are coming up and unfortunately a lot of animals are abandoned during the holidays because of tough times or weather factors and a whole host of reasons you may never even think would play into it. A lot of times it would be helpful to interview people in your community, interview the shelters, find out what they need. We have an article up on our blog this week about not to trash items that you would think are trash because they're treasures for shelters. Believe it or not, shelters are looking for string, string that they can use to play with the cats. Turning trash into treasure is extremely valuable for local shelters. So it would be a great idea to open up your blog and make it a community forum for your local community and invite people to be interviewed and then write about that interview on your blog. Not only that, it attracts attention to other local area people to want to expose your site and your blog and and link to it into their blog. So you're getting wider exposure for your blog. So let's absorb all of that for a minute because that's about 14 points in less than 14 minutes. And let's take a break and we'll think about some of those points. And when we come back, I'll go over them and introduce even some more compelling reasons to put some compelling content on your blog. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be back on Pet Life Radio. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back to Pet Marketing Strategies for the Petpreneur. We're talking about blogging today and we have gone over a lot of information about why it's important to have a blog. I hope the most important piece of information that you've walked away with is that no matter what industry or what facet of the pet market you're in, you need to have a blog. You need to have a way to claim your part of the pet web. We've gone over a lot of different tactics to use, making your blog eye-friendly, embracing lists, using them in terms of 10 top tips for one of the reasons, 10 top tips for 
grooming and trends in the grooming industry, trends in what's happening in your community, any type of list, 10 top tips to making money in the pet industry, using interviews, using news flashes, talking about if there's anything important that's happening in terms of recalls, being a resource for your audience. Also, challenge your audience to invite them to write you and have a place for capturing opinions on your blog, getting their opinions and asking them to write back. Ask them what they think about some of your posts. Do they agree with your posts? Do they have suggestions for different articles that you may not have thought of that they'd like to hear more about? Also include on there even an opportunity for them to talk about what they don't like. Criticism is good. It's a two-way street. You don't want to keep including articles or posts on your blog that maybe is not of interest to any of your audience or maybe annoying them, which is even worse, and driving them away or driving them to your competition. There are five last things that you should think about before you finally put your post up on your blog. And those things are making your paragraphs sing to your audience. Have a call to action. Tell them what do you want them to do. Put some type of ticking clock on it. Maybe you want them to write back in and tell them what you think. Maybe you want to make an offer. And if you make an offer and they subscribe to your email list. You can offer them a discount if they come into the store. Maybe you can offer them uh, something to download and you'll get their email list and add to your mailing list. Another idea that you really want to check is hyperlinking. This is important part of developing relationships with other bloggers. If you use information from another piece of material that you've seen online, you find a story that you find interesting and you want to bring it to your audience, you should hyperlink or text link to that other article. That way you will get the audience from the other story connected to your audience and you will expand your exposure. And that's a nice technique. Also, the other blogger would appreciate that. And then you can develop a relationship with the other blogger and she'll connect with you or he'll connect with you and you expand your exposure, you expand your viewership and uh, you can start building together a nice email list that really grows your audience. Make sure before you post anything that you double and triple check it, not only for structure, but for how it looks, and of course, for spelling errors and grammatical errors. The one thing you don't want to have happen is for something to go out on your site and look less than professional. You are professional, you are trusted in your industry, and if something goes out and it's less than perfect looking, it's going to reflect on you as a professional. So you definitely want to double and triple check anything that you put out on the web. The other thing is, and the final thing is, say something about yourself. Tell people who you are. Tell them what you do. Don't forget, it is your blog. It is your podium. And it is your bully pulpit to talk about yourself. It's the 
probably one and only time you get to actually advertise your own message. So tell them why you're an expert. Tell them what it is that you do, why they should really listen to you, what you have to offer in your store or in your service, why it's important that your trusted and valuable asset to their online bookmark repertoire that they should bookmark you and refer to you in their future and encourage them to come back and review all of your blog posts and encourage them to visit you on a regular basis. In order for them to visit you on a regular basis, you've got to post on a regular basis. Do not enter the blogging world if you're not going to post on a regular basis. There's nothing more frustrating than someone who wants to follow you because they find you interesting and they go to your blog to see it says July of 2009. You cannot enter this blogging world and then not be a blogger. You've got to post at least two to three times a week, in the very least once a week. Now, there are some tips that I have for you in order to do that. First off, you do not have to create everything from scratch. There are places that you can go for help. Go to easyarticles.com. That's easyarticles.com. There you can sign up to get articles that you are allowed to republish on your own blog with attribution and you can use those articles and fill in your blog with some very interesting posts that relate to whatever your service is. So that's a very nice tip to have at your fingertips, so to speak, so that you're not having to create everything from scratch. There are other similar areas to easy and articles that you can also refer to and I can give you a checklist of those. They're a little bit too cumbersome to just jot down at the minute, but you certainly are welcome to write me at info at pauseforclaws.com and I'd be happy to send you a list of where those available sources are, but they are out there and a lot of them are available at no charge. They are subscription though and you just need to sign up for them and show that you are a dedicated blogger. So there are some available places where you can go to get content for your site that does not have to be original, but you do have to sign attribution to who it is from and give the proper credit for it. So that should make your life a little bit easier as well. On that note, there's so much more to discuss about blogging. I urge you to check out other people's blogs in your industry, check out other people's blogs in your local area and see what you like and what you don't like and follow along and then get into the blogging world. It's very important for your business. You are able to take control of your content. You're able to eventually, we'll go over, post pictures of products on there. You're able to post pictures and link to your own site and you're able to monetize your blog. There's so many ways to make money just off of a blog and the first step is just to create one. So I hope that's helped today. I'm Karen Barnett for PMS, Pet Marketing Strategies for the Petpreneur on Pet Life Radio. Thank you so much for joining me and we'll see you again here soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.